We thank and praise God for each of you, beloved, as we come together to share from God's Word. I want to revisit um, a scripture that has really impacted my life in uh, the past few recent weeks, coming from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. And to give you a little backstory of how this verse came up again with me as I share with you today. Each year, I have asked the Lord to give me one word, a word that would, if you will, define my year, a word that would keep me focused, a word from Him that would uh, keep me in alignment with Him and what was most important for me to be about for that particular year. And this year, the word is time or timing. And um, it came about as a result of me sharing from this very passage uh, in my 15th episode on December the 9th of last year. Let me read this verse uh, from the NIV. And it says, this is Acts 1 and 7. He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And as I read this again, um, if you recall, it was in alignment with a verse that came out of the book of Luke, chapter 1. Um, and we were talking about, at that time, um, the high priest, or the priest, rather, Zechariah, and his wife. Uh, Zechariah was in the temple preparing to perform a priestly duty of going in to burn incense, which was very um, only happened maybe once in a lifetime for a priest. And so that time he went in to do just that particular uh, activity uh, in the holy place. And when he got there, the angel of the Lord, Gabriel, appeared to him and told him that he would have a son, that he and his wife would have a son. And so, of course, this was very shocking to Zechariah because of their age. And, of course, they had been praying for a number of years about having a child. And why at this time um, would Gabriel appear and tell them something that they had been praying for and believing for for such a long, long time? And in verse 20 of Luke chapter 1, um, in the NIV, he says, uh, when Gabriel responds to him, he says, And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at the proper time. And so just to bring all this together for us today, uh, as I said before, then I'm saying now that God is a God of timing. And so often when we pray, we are believing God to do something, as we should, and we are oftentimes, for the most part, 
looking for and expecting it right then and there. But there are times when God has not responded in a timely fashion or so we think it should be timely in terms of how we see time. But God sees time differently. And I was looking up some uh, information in regards to the biblical meaning of timing or the word time in the Bible. And basically there are two types. One is chronos. That's C-H-R-O-N-O-S. Chronos time uh, really has to do with um, just the sequential um, moments of life, uh, the day-to-day activities, the routines, if you will, of just living life out from day to day and the duration that that brings about. For example, there are 12 months in a year. Uh, We typically have 30 to 31 days in each month with the exception, of course, of February, and so forth. Just the day in, or if you will, the mundane things that we experience in all of our lives each and every day. We get up, we go to work, uh, you know, we cook, we clean, we travel, uh, we do things like that. They're just simple, routine-type activities. But the word kairos, which is spelled um, K-A-I-R-O-S, Um, This is more in terms of, in the original Greek, it means a God's appointed hour for his word uh, to enter into our chronos time and do something significant. Uh, It's when God takes action on his part and comes into our time, into our setting. And so this is what the priest Zechariah was experiencing. Uh, He was doing his routine. He was a priest and he was doing the things that a priest would do. And in this particular time, he was sent to go and burn incense. That was part of a priest's duty. But the burning of the incense was more than likely a once in a lifetime event because there were so many priests that could do it. Uh, They could be selected, if you will. And so this was his timing to go in. And in in him going in this time to do what he was asked to do, an angel appears. An angel is there talking and speaking with him. And so God is entering into Zechariah's time, his chronos time, with a word from God. So God's word coming out of of the Kairos time goes into Zechariah's chronos time with the word from God. And that was that you're going to have a child. But because it had been such a long time in terms of chronos, the days, the months, the years on Zechariah's um, timetable, that he would he, that he was hard, having a hard time trying to understand and to believe that. And so that's when the angel tells him that he would not be able to speak until the appointed time when this child would actually be born and that he would see for himself and know for himself that it was in fact from God. And so uh, it is such a, a wonderful thing to know that God is moving, but God moves in his own timing on our behalf. And so, as I mentioned before in the, in the earlier episode, that we have to 
uh, as we're waiting for God to come into our moments, if you will, to do what he's asked, um, what we've asked him to do or what he uh, brings about in our lives to do, we have to be about um, the, the works of him that sent us. And that's what verse 8 was talking about in Acts chapter 1. He said um, in the Message Bible, I want to read it from there. And um, verse 7 says, you don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. What you will get is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be able to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all over Judea and Samaria, even to the ends of the world. So the way it came about as I read this was, hmm, verse 7 sounds like the timing of the Kairos, God's timing, God uh, preparing uh, events and so forth to come into our chronos time in verse 8 um, where we should be doing those things in terms of witnessing and and doing the, the work of God or, the, or what God has asked us to do in terms of sharing about um, him to others and to those we come in contact with and so I'm hoping that you all are understanding what I'm trying to share in terms of the timing is everything, that God has his timing. He has a set time. He has his appointed time. And rather than me worrying about when it's going to happen, I need to be about what he's asked me to do in the waiting, in the waiting. And that is to be about sharing the good news of who he is with those that I come in contact with, to be his witness to share about the presence of God, the Holy Spirit, to share about all the aspects of God and how God loves and he wants to save and to seek those who are lost. And so these were, and it says in verse nine, these were his last words. So the last words that Jesus spoke before departing or returning back to heaven was at verse seven and eight. You don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. But what you will get is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you'll be able to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all over Judea and Samaria, even to the ends of the world. Timing is God's business. We live for the most part of our lives in the chronos time. That's that C-H-R-O-N-O-S time. But the kairos time, K-A-I-R-O-S, is when the magnificent God of the universe brings us a word from eternity and drops it into our moments. And so... As much as we want those moments to happen a lot and frequently, they may not always be that way. But will we be faithful in the chronos time to do the work he's called and asked us to do? God bless you.